Hello everyone, and welcome to ReVGM, a video game music podcast about music that has been rearranged, reorchestrated, and remade. I'm your host, Martyrus, and welcome to episode 24. A couple of weekends ago, there was a major event that happened at the Los Angeles Convention Center in downtown LA. Now, for any of you, I believe it's called uh, Weebs, although I prefer the term otaku. You know what this event is about. It is called Anime Expo. This is a major event in which people from all over are gathered here and they get to enjoy manga and anime in a variety of media. For example, there are vendors, both mainstream and local, that sell merch of your favorite anime characters or shows. There are panels of most popular anime in which you can sit down and listen to voiceover actors and actresses, both Japanese, known as seiyuu, and English. There's even a manga room in which you can take a break from all the chaos and mayhem and just sit down and read your favorite manga. Another major draw to Anime Expo, in addition to the vendors and the panels, is cosplay. Here you get to see a variety of people dress up as popular or their personal favorite characters from anime and manga. Some of you may be wondering, okay, what does this event have to do with video game music? It's a very interesting relationship because anime and video games pretty much go hand in hand. Most of the time, the manga or anime will spur the creation of the video game. On a few occasions, the video game will spur the creation of the manga or anime. So for this week's episode, we're going to talk about video games which created the Japanese animation or movies. Now, my research into this subject matter brought me down quite a rabbit hole, and I will have to admit there are just lots and lots of video games and anime. It would take me several months just to get through it every one of them, at least the ones that could find remixes and covers. So I'm going to concentrate on a couple here for this particular one. And these are ones that I'm very familiar with because I have played them firsthand. So let's start with our first video game. This is Battle Arena Toshinden, developed by Tamsoft and Digital Dialect, published by Takara, Sony Computer Electronics, now Sony Interactive Entertainment, Tamsoft, Sega, Playmates Interactive Entertainment Incorporated and Funsoft for the Sony PlayStation 1, 3, Portable, and Vita, the Nintendo Game Boy, Sega Saturn, and MS-DOS. This is Mountain Rage, EG Stage, composed by Yasuhiro Nakano and Makoda Mukai.
That was Mountain Rage, E.G. Stage, composed by Yasuhiro Nakano and Makoda Mukai. Ballerindo Toshinden is a 3D fighting game that was inspired by the arcade Virtua Fighter. At the time of its release, it was an exclusive to the PlayStation 1 when the console debuted, but was later ported to the Sega Saturn as Toshinden S in Japan and as Battle Arena Toshinden Remix in the United States and Europe. There are roster fighters for us to choose, and each with their own agenda in the end. But the main story centers around Eiji Shinjo, a Japanese swordsman adventurer who is looking for his long-lost brother, Sho, and thus enters the tournament to find out what happened to him. I played this game several months after its initial release on the PlayStation 1. While I was still a fan of 2D fighting games such as Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, and initially I was not attracted to Virtua Fighter, Ballerina Toshinden sure made me a fan of 3D fighting games. Other 3D fighting games I've played since then have been Bloody Roar, Bushido Blade, and Rival Schools. Battle Arena Toshinden and its series helped spawn an anime titled, obviously, Battle Arena Toshinden. The anime is mostly based on the events of Battle Arena Toshinden 2, but also includes some elements from the first and third games in the series. It was directed by Masami Obari and made by the studio Animate Film in cooperation with JC Staff. Licensed by US Megacore, there are only two episodes that were released. The first written by Masahara Omiya and the second episode written by Haruo Takayama. Let's go ahead to our first remix track. It actually comes from the album Battle Arena Toshinden Power to the Techno Groove. This is Theme of Eiji and it's remixed by Dota Ando.
That was Theme of Iji, remixed by Dota Ando from the album Battle Arena Toshinden Power to the Techno Groove. This remix track, as you can tell, is very much vibing. You can just bob your head and tap your feet to it. In a sense, you could probably play this in a public club and no one would know that this is actually a video game soundtrack. Actually, that would be an interesting experiment to go to a club and ask the DJ at the booth to see if they could play this track and then stand off to the side and observe people's reactions to the track. People will either dance to it, tapping their feet, bobbing their head, or even full body motion on the floor, or stand off to the side as wallflowers or nurse their drinks at the table. Well, one of these days. Anyway... Let's move on to our second original track. It comes from the game Darkstalkers The Night Warriors, or Vampire The Night Warriors in Japan, developed by Capcom for the arcade and Cynosis for the PlayStation, published by Capcom Worldwide and Virgin Interactive Entertainment in Europe, for the arcade and PlayStation 1, 2, and Network, composed by Takeyuki Owai and Hideki Okugawa. This is Morgan Stage, Scotland. That was Morgan Stage, Scotland, from the game Darkstalkers the Night Warriors, composed by Takeyuki Iwai and Hideki Okugawa. Darkstalkers is a 2D fighting game in which its roster consists of legendary and supernatural beings. There are vampires, werewolves, mermen, and a sasquatch, to name a few. Now, there are two reasons why these beings are coming out in public. One, there is this realm known as the Makai that is being merged with this Earth. And two, there is an alien called Pyron who comes back to Earth and has come to rule the planet and eventually devour it. So these beings, who are known as Darkstalkers, are basically considered Earth's last defense against Pyron. The gameplay is very much similar to Street Fighter 2, but it has some new mechanics such as air blocking, crouch walking and chaining combos. 
I first saw this game as an arcade on a college campus and became instantly attracted to it. Any free time or money that I had in between classes and afterwards, I would go straight to the student hub and play this game. Initially, my main character was Morgan Island, a succubus who played similar to Ryu. Later on, I added to my main roster John Talbane, a werewolf. I was also attracted by the music from the arcade. In fact, I used the opening title for my voice messages so that when someone tried to call me and I didn't pick it up in time, this track would play before they would have a chance to leave a voicemail, if they would leave a voicemail at all. Now, the video game Darkstalkers spawned the anime series Night Warriors, Darkstalkers Revenge, and pretty much adapted from the video game itself. Made by Madhouse and licensed by Madman Entertainment and Discotech Media, the anime was directed by Masashi Ikeda, with animation directors Hideki Takeyama and Hiroyuki Tanaka. There were only four episodes, each 40 minutes long. One and two were written by Masashi Ikeda, and three and four were by Tatsuhiko Urahata. Now, a few of you may be screaming at the top of your lungs, wait a minute, there was a cartoon named Darkstalkers that I remember watching. I will acknowledge that that is indeed correct, and I'm going to address that briefly, because for many of us, we don't talk about that Darkstalkers. Darkstalkers, also known as Darkstalkers the Animated Series, was an American cartoon and based loosely, very, very loosely on the Darkstalkers series. Developed by Richard Mueller, it was produced by Graz Entertainment and Capcom and distributed by Summit Media Group. 13 episodes were written for this one series collectively by Richard Mueller, Christy Marks, Douglas Booth, Kat Lakai, Brooks Watchell, and Catherine Lawrence. Since this particular animation was supposed to be for children, the content had to be censored and toned down. You can understand why most of its original fans were not pleased with it. Just do a simple Google search for American cartoon Darkstalkers reviews, and you'll see what I mean. Ugh, okay. Why don't we go ahead to our second remix track. This track is based on the original soundtrack of Night Warriors, Darkstalkers Revenge, or Vampire Hunter in Japan. From the album Dance Revolution Volume 1, Vampire Hunter Darkstalkers Revenge. This is Morgan Stage by Anarchy Takapon, aka Takeyuki Awai, as a part of the Capcom Sound Team.
there with ideals hasn't a chance in the world. They can't take it. That was Morgan Stage by Anarchy Takapon, a.k.a. Takeyuki Awai, as a part of the Capcom Sound Team from the album Dance Revolution Volume 1, Vampire Hunter Darkstalker's Revenge. Another dance remix that certainly gets you out of your seat and onto the dance floor. Granted, I'm not sure if I would play this at a public club since it includes some of the sound bites from the arcade. Maybe at an aerobics class. In fact, now that I'm wondering about this, I wonder if there are any aerobics classes that plays video game music. If you do happen to find one, let me know. Anyway, let's go ahead and exercise our last original track. It comes from the game Samurai Showdown, known as Samurai Spirits in Japan, developed and published by SNK. This is the 12 Challengers Player Select Theme composed by Masahiko Hataya and Yasuo Yamate. The 12 Challengers Player Select Theme from Samurai Showdown, composed by Masahiko Hataya and Yasuo Yamate. Samurai Showdown is a 2D fighting game that's set in the 18th century. The world at the time has been brought into chaos because of the dark powers of Shiro Tokusada Amakusa, who was slain by the forces of the Tokugawa Shogunate for his part in the Shimabara Rebellion. After making a deal with the dark god Ambrosia, he is resurrected as an Akuma. Warriors from a variety of backgrounds, both historical and fictional, converge upon this chaos and have their own personal reasons for being there. What sets this game apart from the others when it was released at the time is that all the characters in the roster have weapons. Most of them are from Japan, such as the Samurai Sword, or Uchikatana, the Ninja Sword, known as the Ninjato, the Naginata, which is a blade attached to a pole, and the Kusarigama, which is basically a chain with a blade attached. There are a few weapons outside of Japan, such as the Epe and the Claw, which looks oddly familiar to those claws from Edward Scissorhands. I have played and enjoyed this game for several reasons, one being that it was different from all the other typical 2D fighting games at the time. I mean, each character had a weapon, so basically you were fighting against weapons, not just hand-to-hand. -hand. Also, there was a rage meter that, when filled, allowed you to perform a powerful move that could potentially break your opponent's weapon and leave them weaponless. Another reason was the music from the video game. Traditional Japanese instruments were used to create the music. These included the shakuhachi, the shimasen, the koto, and the taiko. Later, the enka was added. 
And the final reason, well, it was actually one of the first games I played on the SNK arcade cabinet. The four button configuration at the time was unusual to me, but it made sense for the cabinet itself because the cabinet contained other games as well. So you can choose from, I believe, four different games and each game would have their own way of how those four buttons and joystick would be used. There were three different anime adaptations that are based on Samurai Showdown. The first one is Samurai Showdown the Motion Picture, or in Japanese, Samurai Spirits Haten Goma no Sho, produced by Studio Comet. It was written by Nobuaki Kishima and directed by Hiroshi Ishiodori. Another anime, an obscure one, was Samurai Spirits 2, Ashura Zan Maiden, a two-episode OVA that was released back in 1999. It was directed by Kazuhiro Sasaki, and the reason why I say as obscure was because it was never released in the United States. And the final anime, based on Samurai Showdown, is Nakaruru Onohito Kara no Okurimono. Made in Studio Arms, it was directed by Katsuma Kanazawa and written by Shuhosaku Matsukawa and Masashi Takimoto. It was originally supposed to be an anime series of 13 episodes, but because of lack of funding for the second episode, they were only able to release one episode and basically turned it into an OVA. And there you have it, three anime based on one video game. Definitely a lot of inspiration there. And speaking of inspiration, why don't we go ahead and play our final remix track. This is another Junishi Samurai Showdown Character Select Remix by Rukunetsu.
That was another Junishi Samurai Showdown Character Select Remix by Rukunetsu. Rukunetsu is a member of the Universal VG Musicians. I'll be sure to post a link for the group in the remix info in addition to his links as well. Definitely another track you can dance to. Since the original track was using traditional Japanese instruments, this remix updates it with some hip-hop tones. And of course, I'm going to say this again, it is possible you could try to convince the DJ at the booth to play this song. Maybe with some monetary encouragement. And that should about do it for this episode. My thanks to you for taking the time to listen to it. You can visit my website at re-vgm.com where there'll be show notes, track listings, and a YouTube playlist for each and every episode that I've done so far. Also on the website, you'll find a page called Remix Info, which has links to all of the artists of covers and remixes. There you'll find their personal websites, their social media links, any of their works on such places as Bandcamp and SoundCloud, and their support pages, such as Patreon and Coffee. Another page of interest is Staff News. It contains links to news articles that are related to video game music page updates as I find them. And since you're listening to this episode, why don't you go ahead and subscribe to my podcast. You can find it on many of the streaming services. That includes Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Podcast Index, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And finally, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at re underscore VGM. I know it's been a while since I've closed each and every episode with my usual outro, but during my research for one of the games, Darkstalkers, I found a track that actually ties both the game and the anime intimately together. So we're going to close with a track titled The Trouble Man by Ikichi Yazawa. This track was used as the opening for the Japanese port of Darkstalkers The Night Warriors, and as the ending track for both Night Warriors Darkstalkers Revenge OVA and the U.S. cartoon Darkstalkers. Ugh, there's that cartoon again. This is your host, Martyrus, and you're listening to ReVGM, a video game music podcast about music that has been remade, reorchestrated, and rearranged. Enjoy the rest of your day, and be safe out there. It's getting out of hand 
Trump! 